to Midnight Owls. Today will be one of hopefully a series of K-pop talks by me. So first off, I just want to clarify that this is not changing my podcast into a K-pop podcast. I have no intent of doing so. It's just sometimes the ideas that I have for podcast episodes end up being more on like the deeper side or more serious topics, which isn't intentional. It's just what I happen to be thinking about at that time. So I thought it'd be fun to do an episode every now and then about K-pop because um, I'll give a little bit of background into my history with K-pop, but I've been listening to K-pop for a while and even though I'm not as immersed in the news and the songs that come out recently, it's still a decent part of my life and a big chunk of my music playlist. So I think most people at this point have heard about K-pop. So K-pop stands for Korean pop, although nowadays it kind of is an umbrella term for a bunch of different genres within the Korean music industry. I started listening to K-pop over 10 years ago. So that was starting with the second generation of K-pop, including Big Bang, 2PM, Shiny, and those kind of later groups. Once I started listening to K-pop, it basically took over my entire playlist. I would download all the new songs that came out. I would download entire albums. And I was kind of obsessed with making sure that I was up to date with the discography of um, all the artists that I was into. Nowadays, I've chilled out a lot more. There are so many new groups that have come out in recent years that I don't know half of their names. And there's a lot of groups that have come out from talent shows and also the survival shows too, where they narrow down competitors and make them into a group. Yeah, I'm not up to date on any of the recent groups. I would say within the last five years, I don't know most of them. Most of my connection with K-pop is from older groups, which unfortunately is sad because a lot of them either have split up into different agencies or they've broken up completely, like they're not even together as a group, or they were involved in some sort of scandal, which is happening much more frequently But anyways, I digress. I'm just trying to say that my connection with K-pop is more of like the older groups, even some newer groups, but not the ones that have debuted super recently. So yeah, let's just dive right in. The first thing that I wanted to chat about is that Shiny's back. Shiny's back, back, back. Yeah, so Minho was discharged from the military a couple months ago. And finally, we have a new song from the entire group. Their new release is called Don't Call Me, and the album is of the same name. It's called Don't Call Me, the seventh album. When I heard the first snippets of the song, and also the first time that I heard the song, I was like, oh, it's fine. (laughs) Like, it's a good song and catchy, but I didn't really like the hook that much. But after listening to it a couple times, it really stays with you, and I actually really like it now. The music video was... You know, nothing super out of the ordinary, very K-pop-esque. Starts off with Minho without his shirt, with a blazer on, great. Gotta show off that post-military body. And then I think the only thing that really stands out for me is 
the feathers that they styled for Key's hair. Like, what the heck? He looks like what they styled J-Hope to look like in that one video where, you know, it's the one where, like, Jin is a banana and then Jimin is a dog and then J-Hope is dressed up as a woman in, like, black clothes and then he has that, like, hat on with the uh the veil and like the feathers key looks like what they styled j-hope to look like but with like 20 times the amount of feathers in his hair but yeah i really enjoyed the song after listening to it a couple times i also listened to the entire album a couple times too i would say that aside from the single don't call me my other favorites from the album would be code I also like Kiss Kiss, and I also like Body Rhythm. The other songs were fine. It They sounded fine listening to the entire album altogether, but I wouldn't say that I would listen to them individually. I would also preface that even though I wouldn't call myself a shiny fan, I have followed their songs, their singles, throughout the years, and they usually always have a unique style, which I really appreciate. And I would say that this time around... Minho really stands out, and not just because of his neon red hair. They, I think they really tried to promote him a little bit more, I guess, like show him off in the videos a little bit more and within the choreography. I watched his clip, his video that he did with Jessie on her show, and I liked it. It was good. Their Shiny is always great on variety shows, whether it's just them individually or as a group. So the next thing that I wanted to talk about is to talk about GOT7. They all left JYP uh, recently, within the last month or so, and I'm not sure, but I think they are the first group to leave entirely altogether and to split up into different agencies. Because the first thing that I think about is Beast, who left Cube, and they stayed as a group, but they actually like made their own company and stayed together in Highlight within, um, what is it, Around Us Entertainment. So they didn't actually like split up into different companies at all. Forgot Seven. By the way, I don't know how to pronounce their names correctly. I'm not Korean. Yugyum went to AOMG. Jin Young signed with Big Hit Entertainment. Mark went back to LA, back to America, and he's been posting videos on his YouTube channel, which, I mean, he didn't even post anything on his YouTube channel, and he already got a million subscribers before. And then after he posted one or two videos, I think he's up to like two million subscribers, or he has like a million views on his videos. It's crazy how many fans GOT7 has. Bam Bam, JB, and Jin, uh, sorry, Young Jay, they're all doing their own thing. I just know that everybody is happy, and I know fans are really happy with them leaving JYP. Now that they've left, I've seen so many updates from them. It's great. And they've assured fans that they're gonna continue doing activities together as a group, even though they've kind of split off to do their own things. And it's, I'm really happy for them because. I mean, honestly, I can't tell because I'm not in the group. I can only speculate, but I think that they are genuinely friends and that I believe them when they say that they're going to continue being friends and continue to do things um, as a group together in the future. By the way, I just realized that when I was talking about the members, I forgot about Jackson. He has his Team Wang company and he's going to do stuff too. So I saw him recently on one of the Dive Studios podcasts as a guest. 
what is it called on get real um the podcast with peniel bm and ashley from ladies code i just think it's really cute seeing all of their updates on instagram i follow all of them and they've been posting more frequently they've been posting a lot of pictures of their group members and i thought it was cute too they had a little promo thing for their new song encore and each member had posted one letter from the word encore e-n-c-o-r-e uh, within their instagram stories and then jackson's wasn't a letter because there's not enough letters so he just posted the a concert photo with the got seven light sticks i have a funny story about that so i didn't see the instagram stories in order i don't know if you were supposed to but i <laughs> I was missing one of the letters, so I couldn't puzzle it together, and in my head, I was trying to, like, uh, shift the words around. I thought the word was going to be corner, C-O-R-N-E-R. Um, I was wrong. It's encore. But yeah, I'm just really happy for GOT7. I don't think they were being, you know, mistreated necessarily, but you could tell that they, they weren't really putting out what they wanted to, and I think the same thing goes for uh jamie or park jimin who left jyp i would say like a year ago or something too like everybody just seems happier leaving jyp and i really hope that stray kids and 2pm leaves too because i want to hear more from them like i mentioned earlier yugum went to aomg where jay park is one of the whatever founders or ceos and I thought it was cute. So Jay posted a little dancing clip with Yugyum and his caption said, quote, he said I inspired him to become an artist. I said, let me help you become one. And I was like, you know what? That's cute. In JYP, they didn't have the opportunities to uh, showcase their talent very much. And now I think that they're going to have the options to do so now. So props to them. Okay, and then I just wanted to end this first K-pop talk with a couple of songs or releases or videos that I thought were cool recently. So to start off, I wanted to point out that Kang Daniel released his recent song Paranoia about a week ago. And even though I'm not like a super fan, I always appreciate his releases because I feel like he has his own style that he stays true to even though like the songs will be different sounds, different genres sometimes. I think he does what he enjoys and he doesn't create songs just for popularity, like songs that have the generic sound. Paranoia was good. I think I liked his recent or his previous release Waves more. But I always look forward to his new songs just to see what ideas he has um, coming out. And also the other thing that I wanted to note is that BTS released their, or I guess MTV released BTS's Unplugged videos for five of their songs. So it was Telepathy, Life Goes On, Blue and Gray, Fix You, which is a cover for Coldplay, and then they also saying dynamite which honestly sometimes feels overplayed oversung but every time i start listening to it i'm like oh dang this is a bop like they should never stop singing this especially since it was an unplugged version it sounded different too so go ahead and check those out 
really the visuals on blue and gray made it seem like a legit music video even though it's not one of my favorites from the album um blue and gray just looked great and of course i have to shout out one of my favorite songs from the album which was or is telepathy we finally get a video of them performing telepathy and of course their vocals are on point as they are with all of the songs i usually prefer more acoustic versions or band versions so this set list was great i really enjoyed all of the songs that's about it in terms of what i wanted to cover for this session of k-pop talk if you have any music recommendations or just want to fangirl with me on anything feel free to hit me up on instagram at midnight vowels jungkook's hair is blue now and i'm just gonna leave it at that Thanks for listening. Bye.